All right. Should we start? Why not? Let's go. Then we're going to start in Maybe. three. Sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. Okay. We'll start. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 240 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk about destiny and season of the wish, not witch. Why do they have to make that so similar? <laughs> Tonight, we have Cato uh, and Rodimus. Thanks for joining. Um, Sin is gone. Des is not here, but how are you guys doing tonight? Doing well by yourself. I'm good. I'm good. And Kato, we were talking about solar stuff beforehand. We'll have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, he should probably look at the TWAB, huh? Uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, thanks for joining tonight, gentlemen. Um, I feel bad for Sin. I don't even know if he's been able to hop into the new season at all yet, uh, as of a recording this Thursday, two days after it came out. But I know it's end of month for him, car business. Haven't seen him online and uh, whatnot. But I know we've all hopped in the game at least enough to give our opinions on stuff so far yes uh but kato are you uh going to be done with your night shifts coming up here or has I that am. changed it could I, uh, when i got off work this morning i was done <laughs> Ooh, look at that by choice or yes by choice i uh, remember you mentioning it was only going to go for a month and then you always hear like stories of like, oh, maybe they talk into it longer or couldn't work out or whatever. But that's, yeah, you kept to your word. So I had actually suggested when they asked me if I would be willing to go to nights, like, hey, why don't we just do this to the first year? Like, I was okay with that. Plenty of holidays in there and time off and whatnot. And but I had one stipulation is I wanted from Christmas to New Year's off paid by the company and they wouldn't go for it. I'm like, all right, you get November. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something. Yeah, we were actually supposed to be done with, or I was supposed to be done with nights. Um, the week of Thanksgiving, and it just didn't quite work out. So Did they find another babysitter. Or? Uh, I don't know. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Get bent. Uh, pretty much. Like, I'm willing to do quite a few things for the place I work because I've been I've been there six years now, going on seven. So it's just kind of, or yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so I don't mind doing things to help the company out every now and then. 
But when there's some, you know, like, oh, hey, we're only going to do it this long, and then it gets pushed another week, and I'm like, no, this, this, this is not what we're doing. Like, I will see you Monday morning. So Yeah, it's good to, good to hold the line if, you know, if you can, because, mm -hmm. yeah, people, people, a lot of crazy things going on these days with work, that's for sure. Well, especially with my line of work, we we don't really have a high turnover rate, but it's still high enough for what I do. It's like, I need a job. I don't necessarily need this job. So you're going to do this how I agreed to do it, or you can find somebody to take my position and good luck. That's nice. So yeah, you got some uh, wiggle room there. Yeah. I got some job security, which is nice, but yep. And Rodimus, uh, you rocking and rolling. You said Black Friday wasn't bad. It never really is for what you do, anyways. But, no, Black uh, Friday is not usually bad for us at all. It's a lot of deals are online, and I mean, we it's only kind of like twenty six orders now. in the morning. Yeah, it's really weird this year, and I know a lot of it's got to just be for like pricing reasons and everything like that but i remember you know like friday and saturday after thanksgiving is always so crazy everywhere retail and i didn't really go to shopping centers so much but even like restaurants right and i had some friends coming into town and they wanted to get a pretty big group together friday night earlier friday night like around five but at this really popular restaurant and bar i'm like oof, good luck I'm like, I'm not organizing this. You guys figure it out, but I'll show up. Because <laughs> they also had people that were going to come and go, and it wasn't like a true bar situation. You know, it was like tables. We had kind of had to have space for everyone. But there was like no one there. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Friday after Thanksgiving, and the restaurant was at most halfway moderately busy. Oh, so. that sounds about right. I mean... Times have yeah. changed, and I think um, the corporations have realized that the average American is stupid enough to fall for a deal they see online any day of the week. doesn't have to be on Black Friday anymore. Yeah. Right? And unfortunately, as much as I hate saying COVID is the problem, COVID kind of created that, right? Because mm -hmm. in the height of COVID, they had to figure out how they are going to sell all this merchandise. And you had stores that never had like an online pickup platform all of a sudden have to figure it out. Yeah. They wanted to survive. I mean, yeah. I did some Black Friday shopping, but not a lot. I did Most some of... too when I got out of work at one o'clock, and there was still a decent amount of stuff on there, but like. Target, they had these great TVs on sale for Black Friday, but if you pulled the sales sign, they were the normal price to the TV. So, oh yeah, I saw that all over TikTok and other places. <laughs> yeah, that definitely hit the news. Oh man, yeah, there's a lot of. I can't even say I did any Black Friday shopping because it was Black Friday. It was just like oh, I've been thinking about ordering this stuff for a while. I might as well. Yeah, I mean, I bought some clothes, and I there uh, Menards had a a ten by ten foot by ten foot blanket for fifteen dollars. So 
I bought that for the back of the couch, and my daughter likes to build forts, so I'm like, it's a lot easier to build a fort with a 10-foot by 10-foot blanket. <laughs> Fuck, I want one of those. Yeah. So. Nice, and I do, I do like little Black Friday sales with my business um, every year, and this year I changed it up a little bit. Usually I used to do something where, and a lot of customers will take me up on it, but it's like um, buy two hours, get a third hour free. But this year, it was like too good of a deal, and I never, I haven't been raising my prices, and I should have at least a little bit. I, I always feel bad because I don't want to like take advantage of people as much as other places, but I got to do a little bit. So I've been just been doing really small things here and there, but I just didn't offer as good of a deal this time. I was just doing it where I'd make more money, and I said instead, um, you can get five hundred dollars worth of credit for four hundred dollars, which is still a really good deal. It's basically a hundred off, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was getting more money in general for anyone to sign up because before the two hours for the price of three was about two hundred ish, two fifty. Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, two fifty to three hundred is what it was. I don't even. Sorry, I'm playing playing a strike right now, getting distracted. But I'm like, why not get four hundred dollars from people versus like three hundred dollars, right? right? And I had less people sign up, but I think I would have maybe had less either way just because again just how much money people want to spend these days or whatever but i did get some so it was worth it glad i did it yeah you gotta be creative in what you do and yeah i think the biggest savings i end up getting with black friday is i bought some new uh dog crates they were 40 percent off through oh, okay. supply. like oh. that was probably the like the biggest savings point yeah Nice. We don't really crate or kennel ours like all the time, but if we're going to be gone for a while, than we normally do. Yeah. Because they get into things. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's good to do that at times for sure. Or if we have guests over that aren't comfortable around, you know, large dogs. Yeah. Yeah, during the day, um, I'll uh, keep the kennels, like especially because I can work from home a lot, I'll keep the kennels open, but let the dogs free roam. But a lot of times, they just kind of self-put themselves even in the kennel when they're like taking a nap or resting or whatever. Yep, so, safe place, man. Yeah, safe like place. Yeah, it's their, sure. their safe place that they know they won't be they're content. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, the new season of Destiny is out, and we are here to talk about it. Uh, season of the Wish. It's been out for a couple days, and uh, there's some new activities. Uh, a lot of cool builds we're starting to see. Some mm-hmm. weapons. I want to know if anyone's been playing with. Um, I guess let's just start really quick with the activities. Um, we don't have to go into it like super detailed, but uh, you know we just basically this is all taking place with stuff about Riven and we have to collect her eggs, right? Surprise, surprise, she has more eggs hidden. We did not take or kill all the eggs. <laughs> so we're working Ooh, a deal with Riven. What's that? I'm so shocked. I'm so shocked, right? And I'm so shocked that we're working a deal with Riven too, right? Yeah. Where where Riven's like, I don't trust you, and you don't trust me, but this is a mutual deal, and uh, 
Um, right. Same thing with Sabathun. I mean, right. It's almost getting a little bit old. We do this with almost every single thing, every single like antagonist, right? It's like working a yeah. deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's next? Keitel? <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, it's cool that this is in the Dreaming City. Yeah, I thought we already were with Keitel, kind of. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we're we're doing Dreaming City shit. Uh, a lot of this play space, um, not just Dreaming City-esque, but stuff that's in areas of the raid, the Last Wish raid, which I think is great. It's always nice when... Let's say you're a player that just hasn't done the raid, so you get to finally see some of these areas. Or you're not as familiar with the play spaces, so it's not like it's totally going to make you comfortable Then when you go back into the raid, but it might a little bit, especially if you're kind of seeing these areas time and time again and kind of learning, oh, this is the vault encounter. I've been here a lot through these activities in Season of the Wish, and... I kind of know where the tunnel is now to go between the rooms and the direction and everything so that when you're doing Queen's Walk, maybe you'll feel like even 10% more comfortable, right? Doing the raid. That's my hope anyways, but I think it's kind of cool reusing assets if it's done well. And I think so far, initial impression seems like they're uh, reusing assets pretty well with the activities. I mean, it looks good. I mean, some people who have not really done the Lash Wish... Or the yeah the raid yeah you kind of see some aspects of it right yep so it was kind of weird and lame at the end of the mission it's like they have you shoot the wish wall and it was like the symbols and they just all turn to uh, the drag you know the Almkara head I'm like that's not how it works like if they were all on different symbols they wouldn't just immediately go to that one <laughs> you have to work mm-hmm. through it <laughs> but it's okay people this is just. That's just being one a step at a time, today. Kingsley. One step at a time. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so we have. Uh, it was kind of like an intro mission, which is normal. We have uh, some quests. We have activities. Um, it seemed like when I was reading stuff, there was only going to be one activity, but I, I misunderstood. I'm glad there's kind of two things again. There's the Riven's Lair, and there's the Coil, and. Did the coil that wasn't part of the weekly quest, right? It was only the ribbons lair that was no, part of the weekly quest. But essentially, quest. it's the same thing. Yeah. Except for the coil, you there's stages where the other one is just one yes. time through. And that's what I'm trying to understand. Why then ribbons lair is still just a selectable thing? Is there going to be more of a reason to do that? Different rewards, different reasons versus the coil. Just big. Well, I think the biggest questions. difference is one has revived tokens, one does not. Okay, lovely, and uh, and of course they had a like another mission in there was like Polly something mm-hmm. uh, where we do stuff too. Um, Kato had a hard time with that mission, boys and girls. You I, can did. Help or not. I did. <laughs> what was that? The first night or something? We were talking. Yeah. The yeah. Supplicants. Yeah. Um. I hate supplicants. I don't know. I just, I guess I always have my sound effects up and stuff so I can, like, uh oh, I know it's time to, especially as a warlock, right? And all the healing and stuff, it's, it was probably a lot easier for me to avoid the supplicants. I'm like, I know that sound. Time to jump up in the air and get away. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I have this habit of, I don't turn my sound on. Mm -hmm. That's a me problem. 
yeah, I get it. People don't like it. I I just I have to have the sound. Sound cues are like so important to me. Obviously, I don't have to if it's a raid I've done a million times, but I really do like the sound cues. I like having them. Well, it, yeah, that's part of it right there. Is most of the time when you really need the sound cues, it's just in raids, and I've done them all enough that it's I just I don't need the sound cues. All right. I, I recognize the sound cue, so I don't have it up very loud. Yeah. Yep. So all of it seems pretty cool so far. Like, I know I was writing some things in the Discord about initial impressions, not feeling as impressed with the season. I'm, I'm a little more up on it now. For some reason, season of The Witch, when it first came out, I was like, yeah, this is really cool. And then this one... I wasn't so sure, but I think I'm pretty pretty well up on it. Um, and I know there's going to be a lot coming out. I mean, we'll get to the big news also here in a second. Of... Eight days. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I mean, we have so much just for this first month. It's almost like they should have spread it out more. But, okay, we have the dungeon coming up mm-hmm. tomorrow as of recording. That's December 1st on Friday. And then from what I read, the Exotic Mission also comes out December 19th, so we have a lot of content, a dungeon and an exotic mission, uh, along with the weekly quests that'll go through December and however much of January. So, you know, kind of a lot to do for a while, at least. Right. Until we get bored. Um, Let's talk about the coil, and then, yeah, and then maybe like... um, cool weapons or abilities or builds we've been noticing and then we could talk about uh some other news but um this coil activity uh i know it's pretty cool i know i had read something like oh yeah you can make it harder depending on if you want to or not but it's kind of cool how they did it i was assuming at first that you know you run it through once and they bring you back to that area and you can run it again but i thought it was going to be like the Alters encounter last season where well you run it again but it would be the same difficulty and just another team's going to match in I'm like no 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 if you run it again in that instance it's level 2 and then again yeah. level 3 and then again level 4 there's four levels to this coil encounter yep. with in between areas arenas basically there's like you start it there's an in between area where you can shoot jugs and collect chests and um and then there's like a little mid boss arena and then there's another in between area where you collect a chest and shoot more jugs and then there's a boss arena and that's level 1 and then you can do it all the all the way through level 4 so there are eight chests total you can get lots of rewards and um there's buffs in between each one so you can pick you know, a tier one, tier two, tier three buff. Um, anything from just weapons or abilities. Uh, there's a revive token one where you get more of that. Um, the thing about it too, does anyone know how many you get total at the beginning? You get like a certain amount of revives for the whole thing. Uh, 15, I think. 15, yeah. yeah. And so you need, so you got to kind of be careful because if you want to go all the way through tier four, you're going to need to keep those, right? And mm-hmm. I knew that back of my mind, but I was running it with a group, and then the third guy left after tier two and a half or something, and then me and this other guy kept pushing forward, but I feel like he was playing a little reckless, and uh, and I wasn't even keeping track of the revives, because you kind of 
can forget because at first it's like, oh, it's just like a normal activity where there's unlimited revives. No. <laughs> Eventually you're going to have issues. So we, we ran out of revives like halfway through tier three. And so we were having to play super careful. And I was impressed. We made it through tier three and halfway through tier four, but then he died again and there's nothing we could do. It definitely gets harder. I think it's scaled too based on how many people in your group also. Yes. You can run it solo, right? If you want. Yep. And, and just, yeah, do that. How? Okay, so you, Rodimus, you were saying you, you kind of did some of it? I got to tier three Bell? and I ran out of time. I had to go to work. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, Cato, have you done much in it? I think I've run it like twice. And the first time I ran it, I didn't realize that you could run it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just kept running it, like, kept um, powering it up, essentially. Because the first time I ran it, I joined with a group that was already through it. And I just needed it for the quest step. So I did that for the quest step, but I left, and then I launched back into it again. And... Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. But there, there was things that I didn't realize about it. And then it's like, oh, okay, this is how this works. So, yeah, I did the first tier of it. And then I decided to stay in it and keep doing it. But the other people had left. So I was doing it solo. <laughs> yeah. Which was interesting. Oh, and it probably doesn't auto switch, right? Because Destiny, I don't think, has ever been able to do that. So it was probably the higher difficulty for yep. three, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was great. <laughs> that would be nice if they could auto switch it when people join or leave. I don't know if they have, yeah, good enough. Uh, what's the word? Uh, engine to do that, <laughs> or whatever. But um, it seems like they can't, or at least they haven't yet. Well, cool. I think we had talked about even running it after this, so that'll be exciting to do that more. I Now, I know, too, that um, not only is there the chests, but um, there's a platinum version where if you get a 140k score or higher, and it seems like the score just comes from those little motes that you pick up from the jugs, and ads will drop them sometimes, too, but you need to just get all that shit to get that score. And then I saw a video of what happens, and then the fourth time through, if you have a 140k score or higher, it opens a portal to an extra treasure room. And there's like freaking like six chests in there you can pick up. And uh, tons of crap was dropping, like a Senate shard or two and and like just tons and tons of loot. One thing to note on one of the uh, things for the giant chicken, that his crit spot is not what it seems to be. Oh, yeah? It's not in the front, it's in the back. I don't know if that's just a glitch or... Mm. All right, shoot the chicken in its ass. The (laughs) central mind or whatever it is. The Vex. Yeah. The Vex pathway. Good to know. And then there's a couple cat collectibles, you know, secret things like normal... um, That'll you know rotate week to week and whatnot. Um, any other comments on the activities? No, I like them. I think they're 
they're challenging enough, but they're not that hard to do. You just got to be careful. Yeah. 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 It really isn't. I don't feel like the coil was like extremely hard, but it's, you can decide how hard you want to make it. Like if you're playing reckless or not, then you'll run out of revive tokens. But I don't think there's anything time-based. So a lot of people will like knowing that. Um, (laughs) Right. And I kind of liked running through it. It almost seemed like it was, if you're going to run through, through four tiers, it's going to take at least half an hour to an hour, just kind of depending. And it's like a little mini raid or experience or dungeon that you go through. Not like mechanics wise so much, but, um, Still, just experience-wise, just this longer thing that you can do in the game to just kind of have some fun. So I, I think that was definitely a plus there. All right. Well, this seems to be season of the solar. <laughs> definitely season of the solar. What What are you looking at here, Cato? And have you played? Okay, so I saw the note too about. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, Golden Gun is getting the twenty-five percent extra damage you think they would think to tell us that yeah and that's only with celestial nighthawk yeah celestial nighthawk yeah but i actually haven't messed with it yet i haven't got around to it that's actually what i'm doing right now nice it's putting together build for that yep I mean, there's. We were talking. There's lots of solar mods. Um, I, I was seen some of the uh, the absurdity of the mods in combination with things. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, switch here. I've been starting to look at them tonight too, and and respect my artifact, and I put together a basic solar. Warlock build myself. I uh, I decided to do solar strand siphon combo just because I might do some strand weapons also, but I'll probably be trying to focus on solar weapons when it's when when applicable. Right. And all these artifact mods, radiant and 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 uh, radiant and um, was it scorch? Yeah. Tons of. Um, just ways to add on to the um, so solar a stuff. big one um, a, a big one this season I can see already is Heart of the Flame yeah and not only does it grant Radiant which is damage buff but it also increases the damage of your super for each nearby ally yeah. So it's just you're you're already getting the buff from being radiant, which is what twenty percent, twenty five percent, or something. And then whatever damage increase you get from nearby allies, which I don't know the numbers on that, but that's kind of busted. Like, yeah, there's a lot of just constantly being radiant in the artifact. Increases the damage of your super for each nearby alley. Mm-hmm. So, like a well super, like what? What does that mean? Your super for each nearby ally. So, well, I mean, well's not a damage super, but like know, golden gun or blade barrage. So, you get the benefit of being radiant, 
or it grants your allies radiance, right? Yeah. And then for each nearby ally, you get an increase to your super. Oh, 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 yeah. I okay. I'm dumb. I was just reading that like that. I mean, well, is a damage super too because of the twenty? Was it twenty five percent? But it would. So I wonder if I'm the one that drops the well and people nearby then I'll get an extra, not just the 20, 25, I'll get a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked into the exact numbers on it. But I'm, it, it makes me curious too as to how well it'll like, what are the damage numbers? It's not some of the videos I've seen of just golden gun with it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, I mean, can you? Could we even suppose it's as much as five percent per person? <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy, then. Probably. Can, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't know how substantial or how it's not. I mean, it's. They had to have done something with it because it's. It seems fairly healthy. True, and let's say you're in a fire team of three. Five wouldn't even seem like that much, so maybe it could even be 10% per person. That'd be crazy then. Yeah. I see stasis come into play once you get later in the artifact, too. I think it's going to be a solar stasis season. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it strand or, or was it stasis? More oh, yeah, I do see stasis. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, a lot of, lot of options. Um, and of course, it's early. Um, anything you're looking to play or with or build into Rodimus or oh, I'm going to run same. the solar warlock. And I think I'm going to actually run the stasis Titan. Cause you got some stasis weapons in there. The, they have a primary, um, stasis, um, trace rifle. Mm-hmm. Which I think will open up some stuff for your secondary slot. Yeah. So, Oh, and I need to open up Wish into Being. I'm still excited about that one. When your super is nearly fully charged, ability final blows spawn orbs of power. Mm-hmm. I will uh, tell you, Vex Mythoclath um, is slapping pretty hard. Yep. I was just running it right now. So <laughs> I'm like, there's so many good solar exotic weapons in the middle slot. Sunshot, Polaris Lance, Vex. And so I just got to kind of play with them and have them all in my tool set ready to run. Well, even non-exotics, there's a lot of good ones too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's just for the exotics, and I, I don't have to run exotic, of course. Um, Vex is. I want to see because I haven't tried it on champions yet or anything like that. It's a little bit annoying to switch, but like I, I could see like in a champion situation, switching modes to do that 200% extra damage could be nice, but. Um, I don't know. It seems like it might. We'll see how how much I care. But even Polaris Lance, because that's always been pretty stable, and even though it seems like slower firing, I mean, what it's it's supposed to be. It's a scout or whatever. But it's it's uh, always been pretty good, uh, especially if you get the shot, the headshots, the you know crit spots. It'll um, you know, you'll proc the fifth the fifth thing on it, the perfect fifth or whatever it's called. Right. It's always been a good champion weapon. Yep. And and Sunshot's good, and uh, other solar weapons, and um, yeah, it's kind of rocking with all this. 
Oh, as far as activities also, we know the theme of the dungeon and the name. Uh, we'll find out more tomorrow what it's really like. But uh, I guess the armor's been leaked already. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pew it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the dungeon? I say we know it, but uh, Warlord or something. Yep, Warlord's Ruin. Okay. Yeah. Like a castle or something. Uh, now that I'm thinking, like, okay, we're going to be in there. There's going to be like swinging chandeliers and stuff. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Duality all over again. Yeah. Pit of heresy. Yeah, we'll talk more about that, of course, next week. And then um, any other weapons or build stuff we want to talk about? I think it's going to be a little early. I think the is, people yeah, are experimenting right now with different types. Definitely. Um, whatnot. It's going to be a very long season, so I know there's going to be all kinds of stuff that's going to come out in the play, and they're going to nerf and re-nerf and expand stuff, so... Erotimus, how how do you know it's going to be a long season? <laughs> well, I look at my tracker. It says 186 days and so many hours. <laughs> it does actually say that on the thing? Yes. So they <laughs> built that in. Of course, they just told us, finally, officially, we've been going back and forth for the last month or so. Yeah. The stupid PR thing was wrong, the press release. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of knew. Like, they... they probably just had to have a plan to tell us what was going to happen so they couldn't tell us yet but okay well at least we know now <laughs> what june 4th it's been delayed till yes yeah. june 4th final shape june so we're 4th. supposed to be getting something like 30th anniversary content stuff i understand too <laughs> i doubt it'll be that much but something something and the good news is it will be free. They said available to all players. 30th anniversary we had to pay for. So what did you think? So I know they pulled it, but did you see the starting package that they were trying to pull off with microtransactions? Uh, I did. Yeah. Uh, and it's gone now? <laughs> yes, it's gone now. Didn't last very long. It was what, $25 for just some stupid it things? Was 15. It's 15. 15. Okay, still. It, it got you sleeper. Sleeper, Ruinous Effigy, Traveler's Chosen. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, Sparrow, a Ghost, and a Ship. And some Glimmer. Don't forget the Glimmer. Glimmer and uh, Senate Shard, too, I think. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but... It was still... more than a dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it gets you a sparrow, a ship, a ghost, glimmer, ascendant shard, cores, and prisms. And then the three exotics. Well, they pulled it that quickly. That's kind of insane, but kind of cool. Well, they got a lot of negative feedback on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what your guys' opinion is of it. I don't necessarily see anything wrong with it, per se. Like having a starter pack, not necessarily that particular one. Like, I feel they could give you better weapons, but yeah, it was. Look, it's not, I'm not mad at all. In fact, put another one in soon so they can make money. But 
anyone who is anyone that had even just a little bit of experience with the game would want to be yelling to everyone saying, hey, if you're a new player, don't buy this. This is stupid. Right. M- make well, a better starter Make back. up money because what they've lost in their sales. Yeah, I get but... it. Well, and see, that's, that's kind of my opinion is the starter pack itself is a good idea per se. That particular starter pack was terrible because you can get all of those weapons from the kiosk. Granted, it takes a little bit to do, but it's not game-breaking to get those weapons. No. Take some time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then the other thing I saw this week is not much on uh, X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it nowadays. I guess Paul Tassi had posted, tweeted something about DEFCON 1 one through five different content creators and Bungie listening to them. Do you see that one at all? Mm-mm. Nope. I'll see if I can find it here after this activity. And one of the laid off um, people from Bungie replied like, no, nope, it wasn't even on our radar because you guys complained too much anyways. <laughs> Towards like Astrocross and Tassie huh. and all of them. I'll see if I can find it here. In a minute. Dude, I don't know. It's everything's fine. Like people, you can't even necessarily blame or track to like who, like even if there weren't these people streaming, there's going to be people that think the starter pack was stupid. And then is no one allowed to talk about it? If you talk about it, you're complaining or are you just more like reporting the news like what we're doing here? <laughs> you know, Right. I mean, we even said we didn't think it was worth it. So, okay, if people want to say we're complaining, I'll just ignore them because I know I'm fine. I'm not really complaining. <laughs> See if I go but that now. I would, but it was impressive that Destiny that Bungie responded to all this quickly. That's I think everything's great. Things are good because even with all the layoffs and everything, and for us for them to tell us so much stuff and remove that pack like a day later. Like, what is going on here? How come we're getting actually that much response? I mean, it is surprising that there was that much response, honestly. Yeah. It almost Uh, makes it seem like some of the people that left were holding things back for how much response we could get. I hope not, but you never know. Yeah. Well, while you're looking that up or anything else, I, I do want to go real quick back to, so with the the weight that we're going to have with the final shape, um, you know, we're going to have content through, let's say, January-ish, depending on how quickly. I'm sure the seasonal story will go into January some, and then people will take their time finishing that up. And then February could be a lighter month or whatever. But they said in February, and they didn't say when, I'm so I'm not assuming the 1st of February, but they are going to start new weekly progression-based quests called Wishes. Um, and launch Moments of Triumph also. Moments of Triumph is usually a little more popular thing of all the things that they come out with. So that's kind of cool. They're doing those two things. Not anything maybe like tons of content because it's just a little weekly quest and Moments of Triumph, you can take it or leave it if you like that or not, but at least it's something. They're going to move Guardian Games up to March and a refreshed focus on class versus class. So 
whatever, you know, they're changing that up a little bit. But then in April, a two-month content update where this could be a bigger thing um, available to everyone called Destiny 2 Into the Light, which will prepare players for their Guardian's journey into the Traveler. I remember, since you two weren't playing back then, but like year two, year one, maybe it was even year three, but sometime early on when they were doing kind of Moments of Triumph, they're one of the yearly seasonal things. They did this really good job of kind of recapping things that were happening to prepare for the next year. And they they kind of redid like all the missions and they had harder versions of them, but they were worth doing because they actually changed stuff inside of them. And, and they had like really good collectibles and weapons that was worth doing it for. And I don't remember all the details, but... I kind of have this feeling like it could be something like that. Like we're getting prepared for the final year. So they could bring all this stuff in, you know, have us do some cool remembrance on things that we haven't hopped into for a while. And they, in theory, it could be okay. And PVP stuff. Oh, I've been hearing weird news about PVP. Of course, I avoid PVP. Anyone hop in that at all? Nope. I've, I have not, no. Since the season started, I've managed to do like the story and a couple of coils is about all I've had time to do. Yeah. I've heard good and bad things. Like Some people are happy with it. The new gun from comp is pretty good. The comp focusing is really nice for people that missed out on like the rose or getting a uh, mercurial overreach. Like Some of the things are nicer, but I haven't heard a whole lot. I haven't either, but there was somewhere else where I feel like it was something on Twitter or a streamer. Someone was saying like Crucible is really weird right now. And I, I was assuming it was a, like a bad impression, but I don't know just to be fair. And then someone wrote us a message saying that um, Crucible comp is weird. They made matches ridiculously long, felt like two to three times longer. Survivor gets six revives now. Countdown is even worse. I don't think they're rotating a third mode. And this is just initial impressions. Take that with a grain of salt, but um, it's interesting. I had, like I said, I haven't had a chance to jump into it yet. I posted yeah. his tweet, but I'm not going, can't find the other one. I don't do Twitter enough or whatever you want to yeah, call it's it. Okay. X. Yeah, it's okay. X. We're saying to say X is going to give it to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, we were talking about that, we are talking about that. Um, what else? We can look at the twid. Should we read it word for word? No, thank you. Uh, no, please don't. <laughs> Here's a link to the twid. Go read it yourself. Because <laughs> uh, I get bored and, and, and other people... Other podcasts sometimes do read it word for word or most of it, but hey, doesn't mean we can't talk about what's important to you also, Cato, if there's anything you want to talk about. Look at this Crucible playlist update. I'm bored already. Anything in there you want to talk about? I'm I'm skimming. I haven't even opened it up. That's how much I care about it. <laughs> they talk about recap of Final Shape being pushed back, so we already talked about that. The Fireteam Finder beta. That's cool. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hopped into that a little bit today. I didn't actually hop into a match with anyone, but I checked it out to see what it's like. And I'm impressed. The menus are pretty well. Nothing was slow. It was easy to figure out. You could pick the category. Of course, Raid was the only thing lit up. I heard at the end they lit up more just as a test, but I didn't see that. But I I picked Raid, and then you could pick which Raid you want, and then Normal or Hard if they had both versions. And then there's, there's just a big list, and um, you can create a listing or you can search for a listing that's already made. And it's pretty cool. They have... They have tags that you can that people when they create the listing saying like chill or parent or trying to get this done or whatever. And you can have a listing that's just open, people can join right away, or you can have a listing where people have to get approved, you apply. So I think that's really cool too. You can have both ways. The only thing I would hope is like no one ever you know, like if no one makes an open listing and I guess it can be annoying for people wanting to apply, but um, whatever. It's uh, I can see why they do that. And then, um, and I even saw things in there like we're going to do voice chat in a Discord. Uh, yeah. So having it in the game is definitely going to be a plus. More people will actually use it, even though we already technically kind of had this in the app. Hey, I, to me, from what I've heard and what I've read, it seems like it's a combination of the app and the guided games. That's yeah. exactly what it seems like. And honestly, from what I saw so far, probably even more impressed and happy with it than I would have expected. Yeah. Now, if they could just make the banner a little smaller for when you first click into it, or put it on the left below, there's a couple icons they could have. Now, I know then that would be more of a... Um, vertical thing so unless they write the text up and down it would not fit there but do they really have to take that much space at the top and push down all of our friends list and clan roster it's so freaking annoying you can only see half of it now right I'm sure it could be some fixes coming yeah I don't know who's online anymore (laughs) (laughs) um Really, the only thing in the twid is Iron Banner. There's kind of an announcement there. A new mode, which will be interesting. It comes from the glitch from Iron Banner last... Essentially, yeah. Um, Mainly, they say we have a surprise update starting on reset of Tuesday. You will be selling armor ornaments from years one and two. So that's nice if you missed out on those like I did. And then there's a new set. Or I I guess it's from I don't Destiny One, I don't know. And I do like the new emblem they're offering too. Yeah, and then the new emblem. So, I mean, I'm excited for Banner because ornament sets the chase. So, yeah. Yeah, I always say maybe this will get me in, but actually, maybe this might because new <laughs> emblem is really cool and uh, <laughs> the ornaments, and it's a, it's a yeah. mode that I haven't experienced. So, yeah, we're getting three, essentially three armor sets, I guess, or maybe it's just two. I don't know. Three, 
from from how I'm reading this, you get the two sets from years one and two, and then I'm assuming the one set is from Destiny One. I wouldn't fail to tell you. <laughs> I don't know right off, but probably. I do like the look of some of the armor this year, this season, though. The seasonal armor or uh, something else? The Antimic, Antimic, whatever the seasonal armor. Not the normal one you can get, but you get it through the season pass. Okay. The secondary gotcha. stuff. Yeah. No, that's cool. What about weapons? Anything um, hitting your fancy yet? I actually like the pulse rifle. I feel like, because I like faster firing pulse rifles, and this one, at least the role that I have, is super stable. And so it's working for me. The scalar potential, but I know not everyone likes it. I know someone was talking about the fusion rifle, too. Yes. You can get it with Slice. Casting your class ability allows this weapon to sever, sever targets on hit for a brief duration, up to a maximum number of targets. And it's a rapid fire frame, too. Yeah. So That's... get that with Slice. And then and then also, so Mactix was talking about that, and then also the linear fusion rifle. Um, there's a perk on here. And yeah, reachment. Yes, yeah. So this could be a one of the better legendary linear fusion rifles we've had for a while. Isn't it a uh, aggressive burst? Yes, aggressive frame, three round yes. burst. So it's a three round burst. So that's it's got some potential. Yes, yeah. So I could see myself wanting to craft some weapons here as soon as possible. Yeah, and. To me, it's always like it's not really annoying so much as it is just kind of frustrating. The uh, the grind to get the weapons every season, mm -hmm. and then this season we get more weapons. Like thanks, like we have more weapons than we did last season. Uh, yeah, but you have 186 days to grind, so you'd be okay. <laughs> Well, Don't keep reminding me of that. <laughs> it's, it's not even. It's not even that. It's more like some of the reprised weapons we got this time around. I'm not as excited about. I guess versus oh, what, the Vex ones. Yeah, the leafy ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the leafies. No, I'm going to ask you this question. Uh -huh. With all these weapons and everything going on. How would you feel if if Bungie figured out how to do it the correct way in Sunset on the new expansion? I have an answer for that, but I want to finish what I was saying. It's they made the reprised weapons craftable this season, but not the prior two seasons when there was actually a few guns from the past two seasons that would have been really nice to be able to craft. But the answer to your question, or my answer anyways, is I would be perfectly fine with it because of crafting. I'd be fine with it too. At first glance, when you said that, I'm like, well, it's final shape, the final year. Why do it now? But then again, maybe it would be almost the best time to do it again, a better way. And then again, anyone who's continuing on with the episodes and whatnot, 
you know, we just have a better plan this time around. And uh, I wasn't around when they sunset the first time. Didn't have to do with something with um, what's his name destroying the tower. Oh yeah, I mean, I forget the story reasons wh- what they put into it, but it, that didn't even matter. Like, so for a reason or not, they just told us it was happening, and then it happened. But it, it was it was the pyramids showing up and taking yeah. away our destinations. That's, That's right. All it was. Remember like, the the map? Like all of a sudden, the, some of the planets disappeared. Yeah, because they did a live event at a set time. And you literally just stood in the tower and watched things happen. Like there was this, this zone you could go into, like to launch into, to watch this, which was cool. I mean, if you did watch it, you got an emblem from it. That's when Gator did the Alt F4 thing, by the way. Jealous whoever told him to do that. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Did he not get the emblem because of it? No, I think he got back in in time. Okay. We'll have to follow up with him. But I remember that was that event. Yeah, but there was it was like an hour long event to just stand there. <laughs> yes, L- literally, know. that's what it was. It was just standing there for like an hour long at the end of the season. We and did go to like an extra space. It was part of the last city, right? And yeah. we, it was almost like a mission at first. We kind of had to run through, but then we're in fire team groups and we're just kind of standing there at the end for like an hour <laughs> waiting. Yeah. yeah, and there was a queue time to even get in. Like it was crazy. We literally just stood there, and that's when they, you know, they had announced the sunsetting and yada yada yada, and then we had sunsetting for a season. Like, uh, I think maybe two seasons. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, because it was going to be a rotating thing. It was that's how it was going to progress. It was like certain weapons Ro- were sunset at the launch of the new s- season with Beyond Light, and then the next season the weapons were going to phase out. It was just supposed they, to be a rotating thing. Like we would get new weapons, we'd lose old weapons. Yeah, but not we wouldn't get a new weapon, they'd be gone the next season. Any weapon that was sunset had to have been around for at least a year, they said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was gonna the idea was it was gonna be rotating. So if like that new season, whatever came out, those weapons wouldn't get sunset until a year from that date. Yeah. But they have, only tested it for like a short time. Yeah. Yeah. I think they tested it for a season, maybe two. And my biggest complaint with sunsetting was armor. Like, sunset the weapons, that's fine. But they were sunsetting armor, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I didn't know they sunset the armor. Yeah, I oh, forgot yeah. about that. But yeah, of course, no one... That, yeah, there was no reason they needed to do that. Especially when the armor is where you really need to have hold on to lots of things and have rolls and good stats and everything. Yeah, and it wasn't... You know, exotics obviously don't get sunset, but it was, you know, just legendary armor. You're sunsetting legendary armor, which at the time, high stat armor was kind of a pain to get. The only, like, good source of high stat armor was actually from the season pass. Because everything else had kind of a low drop rate of high stat armor. What was the high stat then? It wasn't what it is now, is it? I mean, the stats were the same, like the stat limit, but getting anything that was above like a, like even 60 to 62, to me, just seemed kind of a rarity. 
but you could guarantee you were going to get a higher set armor out of the season pass, but then they've changed that since then. But now you can get that higher set armor from a lot of places. So as much as I hate to say it, if you're going to sunset, you could do all of it. I don't see the necessity to sunset armor, but you could. Yeah, but why? It's just, it, right. it's, you know, even now, it, there's no point. <clears throat> the weapons make a point, but the armor... There was never a point for sunsetting armor. I mean, no, I, I guess they were just doing just, it to be fair or something. I don't know why. I think it was but, just easier because you can go season by season of when you got the armor and just sunset it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's literally all it kind of boiled down to. Because everything... You know, has a season emblem of when it was released, so it was just easier to go. Oh, you know, anything tagged with this emblem is gone. Like, you know, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm just. And it wasn't even removed. Sunset. It's just no. you couldn't use it in newer PVE content. It had the the power floor is what it stayed at. You could use it in older PvE content, or you could use it in PvP. Yeah. More or you could or use it, but it just wouldn't work. It'd be, it'd be bring your power level way down, right? Yeah. This would be unusable. Yeah. Hmm. Which, it made no sense, because it wasn't removed from the game. Yeah. You, just, you couldn't use it in light-enabled activities. Mm -hmm. So... Like, is it most of your stuff light enabled? Well, <laughs> PVE, yeah, but I mean, you could do the older raids, right? Yeah, I don't know about it. Light enable is well, even the term, but like, you could use the older weapons and like the older raids that were at the base that were at the power floor, yeah. So, anything at the floor, which currently is 1600, mm. so like our weekly raids, you know, there's 1600, you could pull those weapons in if you wanted to. You know, you could use them in regular PvP, just like sixes or threes. It didn't matter. Well, now they've changed it where you have to be, you know, have to be, but you put yourself at a disadvantage if you're not using current power weapons. Gosh, I'm trying to think if I have any sunset weapons still in my dim can search for that, right? Um, Is sunset? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's examples. So like, um, breach light, sidearm, um, horror story. Yeah. Randy's throwing knife. Remember that one? Well, it is the old one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Randy's is back. Yeah, uh, that's true. Horror story is back. Like. Pretty much all of those things they did sunset have been returned to the game. Loaded question: Did that come back? Um, that was a really good fusion rifle. <clears throat> Had, no, it's when Reservoir Burst first came out, and it would just yes slap. I think loaded question did come back. I don't know, but, but there's still they've brought things. Hammerhead. I mean, basically commemorations, the replacement for that, but. Yeah, Black Armory and the was it Season of the Dawn? Before my time, like Breach Light, that model of gun. I don't know what season that was. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a breach light here too. Yep. Um, I don't know what season it was, but it's like the, the it's like the little bird. birds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what season that is. Line in the sand, linear fusion rifle. That was a really popular one. Man, yeah, are... so huh. go ahead. We're I'm reminiscing. A, I'm on a side tangent in the in the Eververse store. Oh, oh yeah. They've got four shaders that are pretty good looking shaders behind uh-huh. um, silver. Silver. Yeah. For eight hundred. Yeah. And then a blaze one is pretty amazing. I haven't even looked. So it's yeah. Like a, especially the warlock, it looks like there's a fire in your robe that's going off. Do you are we assuming they will never come to Bright Dust or at least not for a very long time? I don't know. I Well they probably will. And I yeah. agree. I kinda like that shader. It gives all of your like everything like a moving texture. The minimalism one is pretty cool too. Like the gray, the gray and black. Oh, son of a bitch. Look, I'm I'm okay. It's kind of sad, but I'm kind of okay with this too. And now you're reminding me I might have to spend some money here. <laughs> well, <laughs> the problem I have with like, okay, you're buying shaders. Like when they mm-hmm. sell shader packs, like, damn, these all look pretty good. And the um, one that's attached to the ornament for Divinity looks pretty good, too. The Neo Splash. See, that's something they've been doing. Is they've been... Fucking Buzz Lightyear, sorry. That's um, what I thought about it. That's the first <laughs> thing that came to mind. I was like, oh, you can be Buzz Lightyear. Dude, ex- that's exactly what that is. But... It, no, I... The like the shader bundles, or even like the weapon ornament plus the shader, mm-hmm. and uh, what is what is that? Is that a ghost projection? Yeah, I mean they're not badly priced by any means, but I'm just I've bought a few of them last year mm-hmm. or last season, season before, and then. Like you buy on that season, and then the following season it comes up in for bright dust. The gun ornament itself doesn't, but the shader does. And to me, I'm just kind of like, really, Bungie? Like you couldn't wait it a little bit, like the very next season, like two weeks into this following season, and there it is. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it's fine that it comes up for bright dust, but give it a little bit, like. Mm-hmm. In the. The laser cutter ship looks uh, looks decent too. It does, yeah. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. I just saw the <laughs> right. And I don't really love this divinity ornament, so I think I'll pass on this one. But the other shader pack I might get, the four pack. Oh, uh, the thorn ornament looks good at the end. About if you scroll to the end. Yeah, and there's also the like the uh, exotic armor ornaments that pair with armor. Yep, I I didn't even look at those. There's one for antique uh, to match the new ornament for Assassin's Cow, which I mean this looks pretty good. 
not gonna lie. I mean, some of those I don't really care. They're not that impressive. I'm like, yeah. And then there's some I've missed out on. But uh, thanks for stopping in, Panda. He gave a couple comments. He's enjoying the raid locations, being part of the content. He mm. says, 30-second blade barrage supers. Yeah. Heart of the Flame will be great tomorrow. You know what? It does seem like, and of course, you know, we have the mods and stuff that might be part of doing this too, but getting my super back pretty quick. I don't know if you guys have been feeling that at all. And then also, what about XP? Is it just me, or does the season pass bar and unlocking the artifacts seem to be going quicker than normal also? It does kind of seem to be going quicker. So I'm doing my same old, same old. I never stack bounties ahead of time. But just based from what I remember, I shouldn't be this far through my unlocking my artifact and my season pass bar. Could be imagining it, but it feels like it's going faster. Could just be they're like doing the activities or just um, giving that much experience, though. Yeah, something. Either we're getting more XP or less XP is needed to unlock these things. But I don't know. To me, it seems a little bit faster yeah because i'm already at um rank or season 10 10 rank 10 yeah yeah i'm at 12 uh have i'm actually gonna have to buy silver son of a bitch seven things unlocked on the artifact i'm hoping to get one more here soon at least of course there's gonna be even more that i want but well, uh, maybe we'll keep it at about that. Uh, unless there's anything else we want to talk about. But I got I think... something for you. I told you I was going to yeah. bring it to you for you guys. You've been playing longer That's than right. I have. What? So there is a Look website called Ranker. Right. Okay. I was bored at the dealership today getting my oil change. And they have a top 10 Destiny 2 bosses. Okay. So... I figured, and so it looks like there are some sunset ones in here, uh, as far as um, strikes and raids, like Crown of Sorrow, stuff like that. Should so it looks like it's Corrupted's in here too, so I figured I'll let you figure out what you think the toughest boss you faced. It looks like okay. it's Dungeons and Raids, and see where they rank on the list. Yeah. Give me a couple guesses, then we'll go through 1 through 10. Okay. Like we're supposed to give guesses, yes. like what we think. Is okay, yeah. like for difficulty or just what we enjoy, or it is, says the hardest Destiny two bosses ranked by fans. Okay, so bosses could be raids and even like strikes or strikes and dungeons and dungeons. Hardest. Okay. Um, how, well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Like, how? When was this list posted? Um. It was last updated November 1st of this year. Okay. Okay. I feel like a hard boss, I forget the name, but in the uh, Spire of Stars raid, that boss was pretty hard for a while. Is that in the... Is that, that in Valcor? the list? Sure. He's number say... one. Oh, he is number one. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. See? 
And he actually became quite easy at the end, which is normal, right? Getting to him was the problem. Yeah, it wasn't so much. Okay, but until by the time he was easy to take down, okay, I feel like at the beginning, the the tractor cannon bullshit stuff that we did didn't work for some reason when he first came out. So he was definitely a hard boss um, for quite a while. That's why of all the raids in Destiny 2, that raid has the least clears of any raid <laughs> by everyone. Like, and and by me too, you know, raiding a lot, but like, yeah, that, yeah, Valcor, huh? <clears throat> okay. The second guess? Let me um, think about it for a minute. <clears throat> personally, one of the worst ones that I've been hung up on was uh, War Priest on contest mode. Uh, he, War Priest is not in the top 10. I mean, I said personally. I feel like the they probably 10. are going to have, are they going to have Callus in the list? Not that Callus was extremely hard, but I just, because it was one of the first raids, it was the first raid and everything, but. Emperor Callus is ranked 15. And does that mean the raid, oh, right? Sorry, not, not coming back for the story it, it said base game, race cabal, Leviathan raid. Leviathan raid, okay. So probably for the raid then, okay. how he was there, yeah. Legit ribbon when it came out. Oh, ribbon yeah. Ribbon is number two. It doesn't okay. say if it's legit or if it's cheese. Let's just assume legit. legit. Yeah, that yeah. would definitely be... I agree, okay. Yeah, definitely legit ribbon. Okay, and since we're talking about Spire, also definitely um, uh, uh, Chronosaurus Gowron, even though I love that, a lot of people had a hard time. Oh, that one. yeah, Gowron is number nine. Okay, we're not doing so bad here. Um, I mean, people will probably say the garden boss, but I don't know. He's which one? Which one? Um, the the boss, not not the middle, not the harpy one, but the the dude. The, he is number three. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd put him at three by any means. No. But he's got eighty why. votes for being number three. Yeah. Well, up or down vote. So, what about? Yeah, okay, I'll have yeah, to go um, in and downvote him. <laughs> what? Final boss from Spire the Watcher, <laughs> the the giant chicken. This Spire of the Watcher. Something? Not in the the top ten. Really? No. Hmm. I'm trying to think what the criteria are here. (laughs) I'm trying to think if there's any like strikes or other bosses that I think were like hard, but Sadia? Like Sadia. What's that? Is that the strike? Yeah, it's the Corrupted Strike. I'm thinking Number of... Number 11. Oh. Hmm. I'm thinking of encounters, not just bosses. So Yeah, it can be no, strikes, it can be GMs. Mm-hmm. It, all it says is bosses, right? It it doesn't release... Whether it's from a raid or a vanguard strike, or even a dungeon. It's interesting. Oh, it, oh. Any of the new Battleground ones. Like... <laughs> Uh yeah, there's there's one in the I don't know if it's the battleground one, but it's from Light Blade. Yeah. 
See, if you're saying Sadia, then I'm going to go with Shirochi. Definitely, I think that's way harder for people getting through that, even though Number if we're 15. counting the encounter, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. So, I'll run through the quick top ten for you, so we're not spending yes, when... too much time. Um, Valcor is number one. Riven is number two. Sanctified Mind, Soul Inherent is number three. Rock is number four. Oh, uh, yeah. Alcohol from Lightblade is number five. What? I mean, I guess GM version, but... That's, who knows? Sabathun's Song. Oh, song. oh, oh the strike that they took... Okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. That was hard on the harder mode. We would have to like hide in corners forever. Oh, I forgot about that one. When you were doing the mission for yes, that too. Malfeasance. They're not malfeasance. Um, or wasn't malfeasance. I wish they would bring that one back. Fuck. I liked that strike. Yeah, you had to go into the harder mode of that strike for one of the exotic hand cannons. <clears throat> Fuck that strike, man! Thanks for never, reminding me never of that. Played one. It, yeah. So, uh, Galron is number seven. Okay. Um, concentrated mind, soul inherent from Garden is number eight. So the other boss, lame. Galron's deception <clears throat> is number nine. Mm-hmm. The fa- uh, phonetic panic from Howard Layer Strike is number ten. Yeah. Oh, the fanatic. Okay. Fanatic, yep. From uh, Sadie is eleven. Morgoth is twelve. What? Argos is. Morgoth. This is people. This is people voting. Yeah. Um, Argos, Emperor Kalish, Hirochi, Valis Thune. Three, three, three of possibility strike. Probability oh, that's, strike. That's an old one that was taken away too. Yeah. Kelly from the Corrupted, uh, from the Last Wish Raid, Belmon, Glassway. Oh yeah, he's a bitch in a GM. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brachion. See, I'd put that over. Avix is over Lightblade. Brachion could be hard at times. Mm. Yeah, well, especially like. Uh, for like when you do Avalon, mm-hmm. Brachion's a fucking pain in the ass. Hmm. Um, some of these names I don't even recognize, but I wasn't playing at the time. Insurrection Prime, Kel's Scourge from Scourge of the Past. That that one was a little difficult, but we got it down. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's some lot of strikes in here that are not on there. Oh man, this is just reminiscing too. They have uh, four, 42 bosses in the first page. Mm. Looks like they ranked all of them. I would have to say of the ones at the top 10 that you've listed, the the giant shrieker from Savathun Song. Not necessarily like the mode you had to do or that final room because the thrall would one shot you and there were so many of them you're you're avoiding the thrall plus the ogres plus the giant shriekers plus the normal shriekers just 
that whole encounter just sucked. Yeah. Well, cool. That was fun, Rodimus. In lieu oh. of us having a uh, 80s uh, movie trivia night for Sin. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All that right. Well, all let's, I got. let's finish up here. Um, need a little snack, and then we might play some. So um, good times. We'll, we'll continue on. We'll come back next week and see, uh, hopefully report on the dungeon and uh, take it from there. Be interesting. Yep. All right. Cato, Rodimus, we can find you in the Discord. Also, Rodimus, uh, well, I don't know. You tell me. I don't want to like spoil anything, but if you have anything you want to talk about, feel free, but it's totally up to you. Uh, yeah, you can find me in a new Discord. It's the uh, Space Mafia LLC. Um, if you're interested, shoot me a DM. Oh, thanks, Panda. Yes. Dungeon Race. Where's the best way we can find those details? I know it was posted in the Space places. Mafia LLC. Okay. <laughs> what do we want to say about it? Do we know it's coming up soon, right? Or uh, Yes, it's coming up. Let me pull it up here. Uh, da, 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 da. Team of the three. Ninth. Not yes, the ninth. So ninth. Okay, thanks, Panda. So by the time you hear this, you'll still have some time. Yeah. Uh, where is it? There we go. Registration needs to be done by the 8th. Yeah. The runs can be done anytime on the 9th from what I understand. Yep, you got to have their time in done by the midnight of the uh, ES, uh, Eastern Standard Time, the only time zone that matters. <laughs> uh, um, at midnight, uh, the three dungeons are going to be um, Grasp of Everest, Spire of the Watcher, um, I guess they're going to see if it's the new dungeon or duality. So he needs to figure that out. Yeah. And this is a cool setup, everyone. It's not like a live, everyone's playing at the same time. You can decide when you want to play, but you report the times, and then that's how the race will work. So with I think this is screenshots. With screens. Yeah, you know, be legit, people. Send yeah. your screenshots, whatever the rules are. I'm sure we'll be good, but uh, I think it's way cool how... Um, Kind of have that day to do it whenever it's best for your team. Yeah. So Panda's running that with with the crew. Yep. So. Thanks for uh, reminding us on that, Panda. Yep. So uh, yeah, check out Space Mafia if you want. Check out the dungeon race coming up. And uh, yeah, we have lots of good groups of people to play with. There's going to be lots of things going on. So. Gotta have something to do. Yep. <laughs> Gonna make the season fun. <laughs> Yeah. I won't All right. out down this time, I promise. Well, you can find <laughs> Sin working late nights at uh, his dealership. Yep. Yep. You can find Dez playing a gotcha game on his phone. <laughs> and you can find me enjoying the season so far. And uh, podcasting away. Thanks for joining up. And uh, more importantly, though, you know. We really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Tell other people about it. If they aren't listening, feel free and join the Discord. We're a chill group of people. No requirements to be in the Discord. You can lurk. You can see who you want to play with. Anything about us, if you want to join our clan, Discord, find out more about listen, how you can listen to the Guardian Hub, join our Patreon even. It's not expensive, just a few bucks a month. It can really help us out. You can get all that information from one 
easy website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Rodimus. <laughs> Thanks for joining Cato, and we really appreciate everyone listening this week, and we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye. Later. Later.